It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character. Spring guys <laughs> sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. <laughs> James here. The opinions are out. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience... Uh, practicing these principles outside of the rooms. And episode 153, the fact you guys Let's go, let's go. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> it, it reminds me of uh, Blame Canada in South Park. Blame how many, Canada. How, how many people you think just checked out? What? <laughs> how, <laughs> like, how, like, how not today. Are Probably three of the four people that listen. <laughs> we Not start- today, damn it. Can we start recording? <laughs> we already uh, are, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. Was, oh, my I was God. Gonna, I was going to say, so, I mean, I came back from Boston, and whenever I come back from Boston, I come back with a Californian accent. So, it's just, it's bound to happen, you know? Um, you guys want me to go first for once? Yeah. Oh so I uh, I came back. I, I just flew back last night, and man, am my arms tired. Uh, <laughs> oh and it was it was a uh, solid time. Dennis asked me before we started recording when James jumped on. He said, uh, uh, "How was it?" And I said, "I think it was like a nine or a nine point five. I just the only downside was driving around, but uh, and you know what? I think that other point five was." Olivia is at the age now because we spent six days visited my brother, my aunt, my mother, my father. So there were four, well, and two friends. So I guess six places, different places, uh, or people and groups. And every single time that we left one, Olivia said, I'm sad. And she got like really sad when she was leaving. So some days were tough because we were seeing like three different groups. So she was sad like three times. And I'm like, I think next time I'm just going to do one a day and we're going to be there. And then she'll just be sad if people come to visit and then leave, you know, because it was, uh, it was a lot. So, uh, but overall super successful. And I left one stuffed animal there on accident. Dope. So, um, but that's, does it. she know that? That I left a stuffed animal? Yeah. Uh, no, she does not. And I'm not going to tell her. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, you lost it. You were no. going to keep, keep better control of your things. I think you always blame the kid is what you do. The customer is always correct and the kid's always incorrect. So that's that's going to be the plan. But it was, uh, it was really good. Uh, there was a funny uh, mishap on the plane where – we were flying on an airline where you do have assigned seats, but you wouldn't have thought that was the case because there were many people around us that just decided they were going to sit in other people's seats. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like a, quite a commotion and it was a whole thing. 
And Olivia looks at me and goes, Dad, what's going on? And I go, that's exactly what you don't do. And uh, she was like, ah. Oh. And then she flipped the bird at him, and there was a the whole thing. So most they of They grow up so fast. So quickly. She even does the finger crank. You guys know that one? Her favorite... Her favorite's the middle finger crank or where you put your thumb in your mouth and you blow your middle finger in the air. So plastic. Those are two classic finger crank middle finger tricks. But uh but that was it. It was it was great seeing family and I made the decision in January. I think I'm gonna go back for my father's uh birthday. So it'll be fun. Nice. Yay! That was me. You guys want a rock, paper, scissor for who's next? I got rock. <laughs> I've got paper. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Dennis, yes. nicely played. I'm lying. I didn't even do it. <gasps> but I'll go know. anyways. Oh, oh you lied. Okay. Um, yeah, this week. What did I do this week? I went to Disney World with James, and we rode the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which I think should be called the NovaCore ride because it's more NovaCore than Galaxy, but it, it was cool. It was fun. Had a great time. Um, it was super hot, and I started getting a little, like, sensory overwhelming a little bit. Not, like, full-blown anxiety, but, like, it kind of the fight-or-flight kind of thing kicked in where I wanted to go home. But I didn't. We went to the Mexican restaurant in Epcot, sat down in the dark in the AC and ate some really good food. And then after that, I was pretty much fine for the rest of the day. You know, it was good. It was a good time. Um, How long was the wait for uh, that ride? Uh, for us, it wasn't that long because James had gotten like, How'd you do the Special fast pass thing? Whatever. Lightning lane. Yeah. Lightning lane. Yeah. That's cool. It was a really cool ride, though. It was just, it was just fun. Like, it was like just, I don't know, like the whole roller coaster was just like, woo, woo, woo. That, that's, that is the best. That's the best description. I heard a lot right. of good descriptions on it but nothing compared to woo. <laughs> yeah that's why i'm a writer yeah that is <laughs> but yeah other than that i don't know i said my sister came up what was it yesterday or the day before so that was cool to see her um, does she look older it's my it's my triplet sister so she looks about the same age she looks the same no. age as, as you or the last time you saw her? Oh, I had seen her since, like, I've seen her a couple of times this year. So, but. Like, so who who's aged the best out of the the three of you? It's been a bit since you've seen your bro. So between your sister and you. Uh, me, obviously. I'd say really? so. Yeah, I'm just pretty, so. Would she say the same? No, of course not. <laughs> it's funny. No, I don't know, man. I don't really look at you, it. You guys ever look at yourself in the mirror and go like, oh, damn, that's a new wrinkle. I, I've done that in the last couple of years where I'm like, I got to stop smiling. <laughs> you know? I don't get wrinkles. No. I got a baby face. 
Yeah, that's a, uh, honestly, there's a lot of, uh, what do they say, the skin doctors. Dermatologists say, the fatter you are, the better you look. So, The fatter you are? Yeah, because then your skin isn't <laughs> like, you can't see the wrinkles over the uh, just the <laughs> It just the fills lines. it all out. Yeah. Maybe. That's what Botox <laughs> is. They fill your face with fat, right? Uh, and then it fixes so, it. So gross. Well, this is, it's just, just telling you how to look beautiful, Dennis. Oh, okay. So I should get Botox and gain weight. No, I'm gain telling you, you tell your sister that. Tell your sister because you're making her sound like she's pretty hideous. Oh, no, 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 no. Like we're both pretty. I'm just slightly prettier. Yeah. I got, I got to steal that mirror at your house. <laughs> the trick is is to never clean it and then your imagination fills That's in the place. <laughs> yeah. Get one of those funhouse mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> to make you look skinnier. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Cool. Jay? What did you do this week, James? Um, well, tomorrow will mark the ninth day that I've gone to the gym. So that's three weeks in a row. I wake up at 6 a.m. And um, and I've been pumping some iron. And I feel good. Beefcake. Beefcake. And that was fun. I, I like going to Epcot. But, um, man, these days are – it seems like the past couple of weeks have been – blistering hot no breeze you're just like i'm just standing there in the sun I'm, i just start to sweat so i yeah I press, it's like standing on a stove top uh, it's rough it's rough 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 um the boy started college he told me i i called him and he's like he goes to the north campus and he catches the bus and the bus is like one of those mirrors buses, the big coach buses, and it takes them all the way to the south campus. It takes 45 minutes, so he can time everything out. He's only five minutes from the north campus. He's got like six classes a week, and um, he says he likes the – there's a buffet every day. It's only $11 for a buffet, so he asked for oh, some money. Pretty cool. And I gave him – I was like, what did you have for lunch? He's like, I had pizza and a sandwich and some ice cream. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, you're going to gain some weight if you keep eating like that. And um, did you he really like him? him. The, he says, one. Did you tell him about the, the freshman 15? No. Do you know about what, it? What's the... No. That, that's, that's what they say when school starts to Thanksgiving, usually you'll put on 15 pounds that no. freshman year because of. A, the buffet. Also, there's change in eating habits and uh, comfort food and sometimes alcohol. But comfort food in general, usually you'll put on 15 pounds within that first, whatever, three yeah. months. Yeah. You know? and, and they're like first time at a parent's house, so they're eating pizza and ice cream every meal. Yeah. I can't picture him drinking, but, you know, he's in college. Oh, and he told me his friend has a dorm room down south so in between classes he he can go to his friend's house and relax so that's cool or is it that's code word for smoking pot in between classes mm. i'm going to um halloween <laughs> horror nights i bought tickets for halloween horror nights the opening weekend and um i invited um mike but mike has other plans and i was Supposed to go with Mike that night, but I, 
I, I guess I, I didn't. I never knew the date. I never looked it up. I never asked. So after I bought the tickets, I called up Mike. I was like, Mike, you want to go? He's like, No, James. That's the night we're going to like, Is that the concert night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Just, just two days before, he calls after the gym and he's like, hey, we got we to gotta do that thing to get so that way I can get into the concert. And I'm like, all right. And then I, I never oh, thought to so ask funny. when the concert was. I never. I didn't. I didn't text you. I think we talked about it. But the way my brain is, I mean. We, we're no spring chickens. We're not going to remember every single day. So, yeah, it's like, yeah. And it's funny because you kind of, I had that kind of prompting, like, I don't think I never have anything on Sundays. I think it's safe to buy the ticket. I know <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to do it. And then I was with Joey and Joey's like, ask, ask Mike if he wants to come. I love hanging out with Mike. I was like, OK. And then that's when I texted you. I was like, oh, <laughs> So, did you ever get the concert tickets then? No, no. He, uh, he was going to do would, it today. If I would have, I would have. It's just weird how that happened. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Nope. So, Dennis can just go to the concert by himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I need is a giant fucking crowd of country singer listeners. There's only, there's only seven, seven. And only probably 6,500 will be hammered drunk. So oh, that's good. it. Oh, no problem. I want as long as we're crammed into a small space, it'll be fine. There's gonna be 500 babies there. They're gonna be. I go, I gotta tell you something. I'm sitting at my wife's desk, right? Okay. Okay, and it's her 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 desk is filled with cho- toys, all toys that I gave her. <laughs> There's the orange bo- bird. Um, the frog, the Cheshire cat. There's three Mickey Mouses, a Minnie Mouse, a pink toad from Mario, a Squirtle, a Spider-Man, a Mike Wyskowski, an Iron Golem, an Elsa, a Baby Yoda, a Donald Duck, a Pluto, and a That's awesome. I like how you have the Iron Golem in there as well. He's sitting down. <laughs> nice. That's all. Well, it sounds like a good time. So today's topic is what, Dennis? Uh, practice these principles in all of our affairs, mainly affairs, but mainly emphasis on all of our affairs, our outside affairs, you know, extra, not just outside. Extra merit. Yeah. yeah so well, if anybody's yeah. an adulteress, this is where we really want you chiming in on Twitter, which is what? <laughs> at the underscore characters that's right so dig through those sexual uh related uh affairs that are this has really gone areas. off the rails oh yeah this is where it does right uh, <laughs> think back think back how this began uh so this was a topic that was pitched and we kind of vetted through last week and said this would be it focusing on outside affairs and if you need a reminder of what the principles are. I think James has it and can talk about there are different principles associated with each step. And maybe we can go around the room. So we'll start with Dennis since he has such a beautiful voice. With the first one and how he can relate to it on outside affairs. James, can you tell everybody what the uh, principles are? 
Um, love and service. Yep. Number one is <laughs> number one is love and service. Oh, no. do you want all hope and surrender? Three. Okay. Courage. So honestly, oh, yeah. Oh, I th- I thought you were just going one, two, three, and then we would do the rest. Do it how you want, James. Uh, honesty, hope, and surrender are the first three. Courage, integrity, and, and willingness is the next three. Humility, love, and responsibility, followed by discipline, awareness, and service. Sweet. Dennis, honesty, outside. Honesty. Um, yeah, so I, I think, I mean, honesty is a very important thing, especially like this day and age where people are more concerned about the appearance of truth rather than truth itself. And I think, you know, inside the rooms, you know, it says we are rigorously honest and we need that rigorous honesty to be, you know, to be able to recover and get well and clean up the past and stuff. And then outside the room, I think honesty in all kinds of relationships, whether friendships or, you know, girlfriends, wives, husbands, boyfriends, every, children even, like, we have to be honest with them and communicate. Otherwise, you know, those lies will stack up just like they did in our past. Then also, like, in our business affairs and stuff like that, it's, it's really, you know, prominent i think there's an old adage that it's you know it's it's just business like you can like lie cheat and steal because it's just business and you're making your dollar and i think when we recover and like change our ways i think it's important to know that it's not just business we have to remember that being honest in business as well is important because the people on the other side of that business deal or that transaction or something are are real human beings and our actions affect them. And if we only are concerned with like the money and the greed of winning, then, then we're going to create chaos in our lives again. And then, so if we really want to keep that chaos at bay, honesty is the first, you know, the first principle. So how's that? Thanks, Dennis. I think that's good. James, did you want to do hope or surrender? Which one? I think I'll do hope. Okay, go. I think, uh, and this is, if I want if I'm getting this correctly, it's outside of the room. So basically. Yeah, outside. We were yeah. only in the rooms for one hour a day. So pretty much the rest of my life. Correct. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, hope is a very powerful tool. You know, I think that, um, when you have hope, um, you know, it's just the beginning of a spark of something that can become, you know, unimaginable. Sometimes I have, um, when I came into the rooms or when I had my spiritual experience, I wasn't in the rooms yet. So I was outside the rooms and, um, I've mentioned to you guys that, you know, once I had a kind of a a mountaintop experience, I didn't go back to the rooms for a a whole month, but I had this little spark of hope, like, like, oh my gosh, God is real. I think that he's kept me alive this long that he doesn't, he, he has bigger plans for me, you know, because I was really just destined to nowhere. I was living 
and running into the ground. And I think if God didn't step in when he did and, and just spark that little fire in my soul to give me the hope, um, I don't think I would have ever come back to the rooms, to be honest. So for that month, um, because I, w- I was now kind of like I, I knew for a fact that God was real because I had an encounter, um, but I didn't know what that meant. So I had a, a little bit of hope. I started going to church because I believed in God. And I know that these people at church, you know, they had the, the right idea. And I would go to church. I would volunteer after and then I would go and, and drink. So, you know, I wasn't doing the right thing. But I, I, but I didn't. I, but I felt it in my heart, like something was different. Um, and then I, I went to the rooms on um, what was it, June second? Is that our sobriety date? June second, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. And yeah, um, it is because I'm six. <laughs> and then that was it. I the the little piece of hope that I carried for that that month brought me back to the rooms and then um it was just all about uh moving forward from there what about you mike surrender no so it's one of my favorite songs by the band cheap cheap trick surrender surrender you do you know that one guys yes yeah you did a perfect rendition of it so uh, that's what I learned outside the rooms. That's the principle. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I had a I had a friend, one of my best friends growing up, where have the same birthday, and his dad got sober when he was 10, 11 years old, and there was a lot of stuff that was terrible that he had to endure, and he shared some of it with me, but. The friend grew up, he was 18, 19 years old at 19. Um, in his teen years, he got into a bunch of stuff, started drinking in school, and he decided to join the Marines. His dad, through all that, got sober, was there supporting his son and such. And when I got sober, I kind of used his dad, who at that time had... 15 years in the program or maybe even more as a, uh, yeah, probably even more, probably almost 20 years at that point. I used him as a, uh, sounding board of what to do. And it's funny that surrender, even though my friend that, uh, I'm talking about joined the Marines and stuff, he, he has a problem, but he looks at it like, surrendering is losing and in the program it's almost the exact opposite right where you're surrendering that your you know alcohol has taken and ruined your life and the only way to beat alcohol is by taking it out of your life and following this program and as soon as i was able to do that and say life's unmanageable and surrender to that um life has been great not every day but if i stack up and look at things at the end of a week i go wow this week was way better than the week you know than the last years of my drinking any week was even if 
there were weeks that good things happened. It just starts with surrendering and starting this way of life. And I'm, I'm grateful for that tool and a great reminder, you know, that that principle is something I can take every single day and say, today's a success because I surrendered that um, life's unmanageable with a drink or a drug. Uh, and I can actually start living. So that's that. Dennis, you're up. You got courage. Courage. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, Thanks, Dennis. Integrity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Courage. Uh, I think, you know, it's, I really don't like the word courage, to be honest, but like, you know, we have to show it. We have to show it. Like, I prefer like bravery, you know, but but that's just semantics. Um, You know, I think it takes, you know, Matitis into faith a little bit, you know, for someone like me who has like mental health issues and stuff that revolve around fear. Um, you know, I have to have a little bit of faith or faith, I guess to better phrase it, faith kind of gives me the bravery to go throughout my day. Right. So just to, you know, wake up in the morning, get out of bed, I got to like put on a brave face and do it, you know, trust that I have, you know, a loving God that's taking care of me and doesn't, isn't going to put me in, in harm's way and get up and go. You know, today I had to, I started cat sitting. I didn't mention that earlier, but I started cat sitting for our friend Don. So Don, so they live like maybe like 30 minutes to 45 minutes away, depending on traffic. So, you know, I have to get up, get in the car, drive outside the bubble and traffic and stuff on 192, which if anyone knows, there's a lot of traffic on that road. And it takes a lot of bravery just to do that, you know. I think it takes, for me also, it takes a lot of bravery to ask for help and to be honest, um, whether that's, you know, with my drinking or my issues and stuff, but also in business aspects or relationships and stuff, right? So if I am have a significant other, I got to be brave enough to be vulnerable with them so that our relationship bond can grow, you know? Um, currently, on the business aspect of it, I'm, I'm like working on a project that's a pretty ambitious, pretty big project that involves like NFTs and Web3 stuff and a lot of stuff that I don't know about, right? So I've kind of default become like kind of rose to be like kind of the leader that's kind of organizing it and guiding it. But there's a lot of components that I have nothing else about. So I got to be brave enough to be honest with that, not let my ego and my pride get in the way. And then also be brave enough to ask the people who do know about that to to help me out. You know, like I don't know anything about programming or coding or anything. So I can either pretend like I do or I can go find a good program or a good dev and ask them if they want to help us out, you know, and it, and it works out when you, when you are brave enough to do that, when you have the courage to just ask and live, you know. Thanks, Dennis. You're welcome. Integrity. Well, I was thinking about this the whole time Dennis was sharing. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Um, 
I thought about how Dennis and I started a project almost a year ago and I haven't had a lot of integrity because every little bit of spare time I have, I'd rather not work on our project. And that's <laughs> going to theme parks. Well, theme parks and then there's other paying jobs that take up my time. But um, it's just that uh, when I get started on it, it um, I don't know. I just um, I don't have any excuse really. No, I, I understand. You don't have to justify. Just go on with the share. Yeah. So um, integrity today means doing what I say I'm going to do. Um, showing up on time to work. Um, when my boss asks you to do something, you know, you do it and you don't. Or if someone calls you out on something that's um, that you did, you know, you don't um, respond in a negative way um, with like, well, it's not my job or something, you know, you can for me integrity means you know taking a pause and and saying something you know that will help the situation or oh that's a really good idea um how why are you uh, choosing me to do this uh, do you think i'm the best or something like that you know instead of like i'm not doing that you know being in integral with my word means a lot today um it means you know being in a restaurant industry for so long you, there's just a lot of I'm, I don't, it's probably everywhere but there's a lot of people you walk in and there's just gossip people talking about oh did you see that new person yeah i don't think they're gonna make it and stuff today i can be the person who comes in and um one not feed into that gossip and negativity but you know go to that new person and ask them if they have any questions you know speak life into people today um when my X like sends me texts about the children, what they're doing. I'll be like, instead of, you know, calling them and getting mad at them, I'll be like, Oh, well, what's, what's going on? What's your side of the story? Oh, that's interesting. You know, let's, uh, well, what do you think we can do better? You know, let them come up with the solutions and oh, how do you want to, you know, just kind of being that, that parent, um, the son, the employee, the friend that, that does what he says he's going to do. And um, in a kind and loving way. And um, with God on my side, you know, that's what I try to do on a, on a daily basis. And uh, it's better than not having that as a goal and just, you know, reacting to everything and being part of the problem and gossiping. And because I just see that so much and it's just, it's, it's frightful. I, I do like working for Disney because I don't see that very often, at least where I'm at, like people are nice to each other there. It's kind of cool. I like it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't know if we're going to have time to do all 12, but maybe the first six and we'll do the other six next week. I like that. Yeah, I was looking back. So we did the topic uh, a little bit more focused inside the rooms and where we were at back January 21st of 2021 in episode 71. Um, so this being focused and we only did one episode so we didn't do like a deep dive so it'd be fun to actually split this into two parts um and i'll wrap up willingness which is number six <coughs> on it uh bless you if that was a sneeze or sneezer cover your mouth if it was a cough jeez it was right? a cough my bad gross so nasty so oh, nasty dennis i would i would be willing to delete that if i wanted to do extra work <laughs> um, so will willingness 
I never had a problem being willing for stuff. Whenever I say I would do something, I was always, I would always do it. But I was also always doing it of, and I've shared this enough in the past. I would be willing to get you a coffee, but I would also think, ah, uh, they're going to need to get me a coffee in return. Now I'm willing to do something and not think about what I'm getting for me in return. You know, the, the only exception to that in the program is when service, I know I do something for somebody else. I'm also getting something back from it. You know, I'm going to end up feeling uh, better and great because of it. But just being willing to do it, being willing to go to a meeting, right? And being willing to maybe take on a little bit of responsibility at that meeting. So when somebody says, oh, will you read? Don't make up an excuse and go, oh, I don't read good out loud. Um, instead, say, is there something shorter for me to read? Or can I do something else, right? Um, don't just say no and sit there. Uh, be willing to step up, you know, and take on a little bit so that way a meeting can happen or uh, somebody can maybe have uh, an easier time, you know, just even picking up the phone when any friend calls um, is great. I drove a friend to the airport uh, last week and wasn't even thinking about asking him if he would pick me up. He actually asked me, he said, Hey, uh, you know, do you want me to pick you up when you get back to town? And I took him up on that, you know, and it's amazing what life is because neither one of those things um, would have happened before. I instead would have given him a ride. And if he offered, I would have said no and probably uh, scrutinized that it took him so many days to even offer. Or I would be like, oh, then I'm going to have to get him back again, and it's never going to end. And that's honestly the way my head worked. And that's why it was so exhausting towards the end of my drinking, because it just kept spiraling out of control. And now I'm willing to uh, to shut up and, uh, and end this episode on a high note. Yay. Yay. Yay, James. Aww. I like that idea, James. I like that idea of breaking this up into two episodes. It'll kind of, uh, it'll flow in good to next week. And also it'll make it so Dennis doesn't have to think of a topic for at least a month and a half. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, we'll be thank back you next for Thursday. enabling my laziness. What? <laughs> I said, thank you for enabling my laziness. Yeah, you're welcome. It's what I'm here for. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 154, where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, we practice these principles in all of our affairs. Yeah, even the adult ones. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo!